Hello, everybody. This is Ryan Hayes, and I am back with another episode of Cast the Champions. Today is Monday, April 6th, 2020. Uh, you know, been uh, knocking these podcasts off left and right, trying to find uh, good athletes and coaches to have on there to uh, just talk about their experience with athletics, especially um, the athletes that are affected by this uh, coronavirus. And so, hey, no, you know, nothing more. I mean, than a baseball player, you know, all baseball season is canceled from uh, Little League all the way up to the pros. So today, uh, my guest is Garrett Chandler. Um, he is center fielder catcher for Davy High School. Um, he's also an ECU commit. Um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's giving me time to his schedule. Uh, and Davy High School is in Moxville, North Carolina. Uh, before the uh, season ended they they already had got five games in i think it was a record of about two or three but still um before he got halfway in it the uh, season got scrapped so garrett chandler's just going to talk to me a little bit about you know what's going on with him and you know and how he feels about it so hey garrett man you are alive. i'm good how man i'm good hanging in well hey yeah hey thanks for for being on the show um yeah, I, I appreciate it. Uh, you, you know, I, I think it's probably some challenging times for you. Um, it, you know, I mentioned, uh, uh, you know, about the season getting canceled. So tell me just let's just get on to it. Where were you at when you found out that there would be no more baseball your season? I was a TA in the football conditioning class. The class was working out that day, and I was in the weight room. And my coach's office is right down the hallway, and he came in and let me know the news. Right. So what was your immediate reaction? I mean, I was pretty mad. I wasn't really sad about it. I was just pretty mad that something like this could take that away that quickly. Right. Well, so I mentioned um, in the introduction that you were uh, yes, ECU sir. commit, right? So – have they offered you any kind of scholarship or was anything contingent upon your performance? I'd already signed my NLI in November. So I was locked into a scholarship, but I mean, it's still anything can be taken at any point with injury and stuff, according to the NLI. For sure. For, for sure. Um, I, and, and of course, I mean, it's not like you can get into playing baseball now, but still you would have, have, have loved to have had that season. Now they're talking about uh, a, uh, last week I had on my show the uh, president of the board of directors for the North Carolina High School Athletic Association, um, Brad Craddock, who is also the principal at Glenn High School. And he told me that May 18th they were going to maybe try to uh, salvage something. Um, of course, that would be um, pending on the directions of leadership higher up in the government, such as your governor and president. But do you think the teams could be ready to play by May 18th? I mean, there's no practice. I mean, other than a bunch of your friends probably getting together and doing Sandlot. Uh, just tell me your take on it. Hold up, I lost you, man. Give me a second. Yeah. All right. Say that one more time. 
Yeah, so um, I had on my show last week the president of the board of directors for the North Carolina High School Athletic Association. Brad Craddock is his name. Um, Brad Craddock also serves as the, print, as the principal at Glenn High School. He said that they were going to try to salvage what little bit of the season that they could by May 18th, pending sign-off yeah. by leadership. Um, what, are your, what are your thoughts about that? Do you think uh, – do you think – teams could get ready in time to be able to just play when they haven't really touched the baseball field other than I what they're doing on their own. any of us, any high school athlete out there would be ready to go at the drop of the hat just to get to play again. For sure. Uh, for, for sure. Um, what – so out of all the teams that you uh, – out of all the teams that you could have played college baseball for, what made you choose ECU? You know, it really – when I walked into the place freshman year, it really felt at home. As soon as I walked in, it felt different than any other place. And the coaches, they're very hard-nosed, and I like that kind of style of coaching, and it just felt like a great fit for me. For sure. What? So what kind of baseball player do you consider yourself? Hard-nosed, fast, high-energy – Ready to go. And when you were a kid, like, t- tell me what got you onto the, the sport of baseball out of all the sports you could have played. Uh, what, what, how did you get locked I, You know, baseball? I really, I don't, I guess I just really liked it. My, my mom and dad have never really pushed me. Super, they haven't been those kind of parents that have just pushed me to just go crazy. I've just always kind of, just gravitated towards baseball. I think I quit other sports around eighth grade and just started focusing solely on baseball. Uh, you're playing baseball. Um, just tell me a little bit about how it's like playing for a school like Davie. What I've always known about Davie High School is that their community comes out and supports no matter if you're a revenue-making sport or not a revenue-making sport. It seems like the whole town comes to support their athletics. You know, like this last year, yeah. we had a great year. We had a great uh, end of the year with conference against Reagan. We had probably 350 people at the conference championship game against Reagan that night. That was probably one of the better environments I've played in while at Davie, and I enjoyed that a lot. For sure. Um, so, what – um, what what is what would be like your ultimate achievement in baseball? Like, what where do you want to be at, and in, in the next uh, five or six years, playing in minor league baseball, trying to get up to the MLB? Right now, so um, I'm I know about baseball, but I am very unfamiliar with how that process works. There's there's double A, one A. I mean, how how does that work? So like you got. Like, let's say you are at Winston-Salem Dash. That's How far are you Class A Advanced, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so how does that you, work? Do you know how that works? You get like, into like... rookie ball. A lot of guys, after they get drafted, start out in rookie ball. Some don't. It depends on how good you are. Then you get moved up to Class A, then Class A Advanced, and then Double A, then Triple A, and then the MLB. Right. Right. So, yes, it's really, 
it's really, really hard work. I've, I've heard stories about some guys who are like 10 years before he can get the call. To stay oh, yeah, that's crazy. Um, well, so the the position, you're a center fielder. So, you know, a center fielder is almost – I actually compare it to a defensive back in football. Um, you know, because basically that ball's in the air. you got to cover – you're going to have to cover a yeah. lot of field to get to it. Um, I mean, obviously you got to be, you got to be fast with that being said, uh, what skills and attributes, um, do you best have just to play that position? What makes you good as a center? I'm player? very, I'm a very quick twitch player and I can fire things very quickly and get going to top speed quickly. So that really helps me come in on balls and go back and side to side to run balls down. For sure. Cause like you have to. Because you, you, you really, nobody really knows right. where that ball is going sometimes. So you got sometimes you have to reverse you have to field with it. And yeah, it's like, and especially if you start it going one way and it just maybe the wind takes it another way. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I've watched more. I, I'm actually a Braves fan. I watch more baseball. I can't watch it now, of course, but um, I watch more baseball, you know, on the pro level than I do on, on the other levels. Um, and I, I, I get into it right much here lately. Uh, so tell tell us, tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself, like just things that no one else um, from the baseball. I like to work out a lot. That's a big part of my life, I would say. Um, I'm a pretty healthy eater. I don't eat many bad foods. And I care a lot about my academics. Right. Do you have any certain certain hobbies um, or anything that you I do? I like to deer hunt. Right. Yeah. Typical. Davie County. <laughs> yeah, not, no, I, I don't no, think it's deer yet. season now, but. Um, right. Yeah. It's, uh, I guess I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised that that would be a hobby for you um just in your when you're when you're out there you know you're playing baseball you're a good baseball player but it's not just the high school team um i think in my research when you are you you, uh, play club baseball or travel yes sir dirt bag um tell me a little bit about that team I play for the Dirtbags organization. I've played for them since my freshman year. Right. And I know that they're that they're probably one of the leading travel ball teams just because I see the Dirtbag shirts almost everywhere in, multi, I, 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 in multiple states. Um, I, I guess it's a big, a big program. Now, it's – is that I hear that that's the majority of where if you're going to play high level ball, that most of those most of these college coaches actually come watch these showcase and travel ball teams. Is that, that is that that's accurate? Very I mean, accurate. Tell me, yeah. Um, why 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 is that versus going to the high school like like how other college programs do it? They'll come watch a high school game, right. football game. Um, is it is it because they can see a bunch of great athletes? in one sitting or what this, you know, why do you, well, think high is? school, their season's going on at the same time, all the coaches. 
So they have to be at practice in their games. They don't have the ability to get out on the road much to see other players. But travel ball, we play in the summer and fall when those teams, the college teams aren't playing. And, I mean, you're coming to a place where there's 12 games going on with the top 500 kids in the country on all the fields. I mean, it's, it's really easy to pick from. Oh, yeah. Well, and that it, – it does make it uh... – it does make it pretty, uh, pretty easy. So, what, what's the like? Tell me the worst game that you ever played that you just wish you could replay. And and why was it the worst game? What did you do wrong? But then what did you learn from it? The worst game. I've had some bad ones, man. Um, let's. See. It, it, it happened. It's baseball. It happens. Um, there was a game last spring against Southeast Guilford. I think we were facing some kid throwing sidearm. He was a righty, and I really don't like that. I hate hitting off those guys. And he was at, he was pretty good. I think he I think he's going to uh, I think he's going to a smaller D one somewhere. He's he's a good pitcher. Uh, he I think I struck out right. three times, and then finally my last at bat hit a double. But I looked stupid three straight at bats all night. Uh, well, so what was what did you learn from that? I sit back and he kept throwing sliders in off my front knee, and I'd bite away and then try to take it the other way. And I kept pulling off of it. So last at bat, I finally just stayed in and stuck with it and drove it the other way. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, at some point you gotta you gotta get them figured out. To a question, I I watch baseball. I've never played baseball. Um, when I watch it on TV, everything looks the same when it, when a pitcher throws. It. I mean, maybe one ball might start this way and cut down that way. I don't know the names of the right. pitches, but tell me the technique that goes into hitting a baseball. Because I mean, at, it you, you see, it seems like it's going to go somewhere, and then it mid in 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 midway to getting to you, it goes downward or inward right so just tell me about the patience and technique to be able to swing and hit a baseball um, accurately i mean the biggest thing is hitting off your back leg and being on time to the ball and having good balance and being being not mechanics wise but being a strong person working out and getting bigger is going to help you be able to control your body and when you start facing higher level guys in high school and showcase you're going to need to be able to control your body and manipulate it differently to be able to go with pitches and stay back and be on time to balls. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah, that's just crazy. It's a, it's a, like I said, baseball, it's a, it's a very, very interesting sport because you're not just, let's just go out there and just throw the ball and, 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 and play. I mean, there's a, there's some technique to it. Definitely. And yeah, you know, I think I think more often than none, sometimes people just say, "Well, all baseball do." I mean, it's not physical. All they do is just sit half the time in a dugout until right. they get up there and play. Um, but I mean, of course, you can't. Everybody can't play. It's just, I mean, once you're out there, and you have to get up and bat. I mean, there's a lot of thinking involved. Like who? Like, I mean, I don't know. As a as a batter, when you're batting. How many things do you process 
before the pitcher even throws the ball. You've had that, like that eight second window, you know, whatever time you walk up to get there and to, he winds up and pitches. What all goes through your head? Uh, I, I, before I'm even up at the plate, stuff's going through mine. I'm watching what he's throwing to guys before me and what counts, what it looks like him coming down the rubber, how the ball's jumping out of his hand. I'm asking other guys who've already faced him what it's doing, what he's throwing in certain counts. And then when I get up there, I'm thinking about all that stuff as my bat's going on. Right. So how do you adapt the change? So what I mean by that is you're looking at this guy pitch and then, but before you get up there, they make a quick pitching change and you had not saw this guy yet. Like, has that ever happened? And like, how did you deal with that then? You you just kind of got to go up there and hit what he throws. I mean, honest, or if you know something about him from a scouting report coach has given you, you can use that. I mean, sometimes you just got to go up there and be better than that guy. For, yeah, for sure. And, and then normally, normally when it gets down to it, a lot of – I I would say that in wrestling, you see a lot of these kids on – there's club teams and travel teams that wrestling has. So, at some point, you've probably seen this guy regardless. Even if you – even maybe you faced him because that's the second time your high school teams played him. Or maybe you faced this pitcher when you played travel ball, so you probably knew what he threw then. So, um, I, I know that's probably the case too. So, you probably – it's not like you don't know anything about him sometimes. You probably know a little bit about every pitcher that you faced before you got up there. Right. Yeah, but that's just I, that's just kind of how it is um, a, a lot. I mean, you know, it's, everything's online. I mean, highlights and things like that. So, I mean, it's not like you can't find anything uh, to do. So, um, tell me a little bit about the, the your your teammates, like, I mean, right now or tomorrow, rather, uh, you you guys should have been or would be going to Raleigh to play Leesville Row um, yes. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a Farm Farm Bureau Spring Break Invitational. Um, just tell me a little bit about how your other teammates are feeling uh, that you've talked to about, you know, just about the season. Just tell me a little bit about certain guys that, you know, that, that, are, are, that are good players that – you would like to kind of just talk about, man, that, that, that this feeling this effect too, that are seniors. My best buddy, uh, Aaron Williams, he's a catcher going to Catawba. He works his tail off. Me and him do a lot of stuff together. Um, you know, me and him at this point, up until May 18th, if they're going to let us play, me and him have just said to each other, you know what, it's over with. We need to move on. We need to work hard, and we need to get ready for college. There's no sense in waiting around and not doing anything and getting passed up. So, how did I, I? And maybe you may be able to shed a little bit of insight on it. How about these seniors who just didn't quite have it as a junior, so they really wasn't getting the looks that you have that needed this season to make their last ditch pitch to a college recruiter? Like, have you spoken to anybody in that situation and what are, what are their thoughts about it? Well, our first baseman, he's debating whether to play in college or not. And he was going to have some JUCOs come look at him this spring for a couple games. 
But obviously his debating on playing in college is kind of over. He's never really going to get that opportunity now. And, I mean, he he, he definitely could have played at a JUCO and gotten two more fun years of baseball. But now that this this has limited our games, it's probably not a foreseeable opportunity for him. Yeah. Um, so – what tell me like you, you mentioned your your uh, about your high school uh, coach breaking the news to you? What has been your coach's impact on you? Kind of, you know, through through your whole four years of baseball and kind of like now, you know, kind of how is he helping you kind of get through this uh, mentally and stuff? He's a great guy, Coach Rudy. Uh, he really pushes us hard in the weight room and on the field. He expects a lot out of us every single day, which I like. I like having something demanded of me. Um, he, you know, he sends us texts in the group chat, like keeping support up, telling us to keep our heads up. We're going to get to play again. He can't wait to see us, misses us. I mean, I feel bad for him. Baseball is like his, his whole life, man. It's the only reason he took the job just to coach baseball. So, I mean, he, he really has nothing to do right now and he can't have any contact with us. So I'd, I'd be feeling the same way if I were him. Yeah, you know, I'm, and I, I guess like kind of what he's doing now is like just about as much contact as you could get. I mean, of course he, he, he knows you guys at some point probably get together and, and go play catch. Right. You know, by, yeah, by rules, of course he can't condone that. Uh, I actually, because I had a uh, another coach, I had the head uh, from West Forsyth on. And, uh, he was talking about it, and some of the things that you've mentioned about your coach, he kind of said the same thing, Brad Bullard, and it's tough for him because you got to understand, like, people, a lot of coaches that coach, that's the reason why they teach. They teach to coach. Right. Um, and, and and they're passionate. It doesn't, you know, they're, they're passionate about helping kids, and it's – I've never been in this situation. You know, I don't know what I would have done if – I was a senior in high school and out that my senior year of football was gone or my, my senior year of wrestling was gone, which is what I, you know, did. It was tough on a lot of people and it's, uh, and, and, and it's been mentally straining. What do you think about this whole uh, coronavirus? Do you think it's it, people are over exaggerating? Uh, just personally, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I try not to get too political with things sometimes. I'll stay out of that. But, (laughs) you know, my dad is a nurse at Forsyth. Okay. And he sees it every day. And I I know it is affecting a lot of people's lives in a negative way. And I understand the, the hysteria of it. I think the news has gotten people a little too worried. But I do think social distancing and preventing the spread is a great idea for it. Yeah, I mean, and and, and you got to because it's it's the unknown. Um, really, no one knows anything about it, and it it just came out of nowhere. Like, it, no one was talking about this thing this time last year, right? Um, now, could it have been around and just not as bad as it was? You never know. I mean. It, there are strands of the coronavirus has been around for years, but just not that strand, and that seems to be the most serious one, right? Nowadays, it it it, it sucks because you know a lot of people have been 
fired or laid off from their jobs uh, because of it. I mean, the 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 impact that it's hap- that it that, that it's having or has on our country right now is not the best. And I mean, I think everybody should just come together and get through it and try to do their best to obey. Um, you know the the request because right now this stuff all this stuff are requests and it's going to get to where it's not going to be a request exactly people, yeah keep messing around with it um to be um what what do you need like 100 percent from your coaches to to uh help you you know achieve these goals that you have um you know in a, in, a, in the next couple of years just teaching me everything that they've learned over the course of their career. All the coaches at ECU have played in college or professionally and know way more than I do. And I'm excited to learn and let them make me a better player. Now at ECU and we all, you know, I got to bring it up. We, we know what that school is known for. Okay. Um, and it's been known for a, a school that likes to party all the time from the time I was in high school. Um, I've been there. Um, I've had to work over in that area. I've had several several uh, athletes that I coached just went there as students. And some of them didn't make it through the first semester. Some of them made it a, a whole year and got kicked out. And So how are you going to be able to – stay locked in the baseball and set aside going out there and having those temptations to go out and party. Being honest with you, man, I'm not a huge party guy. I never have been. I think it's stupid and a waste of time. But even if I did want to down there, the schedule that we're on as student athletes is unimaginable. We really have zero time to go out and do that the the amount of hours we put into baseball a week and then trying to get sleep and do well in class, it, it's almost near impossible to have time to go out and do that. You know, and that's good. And I, you know, I think, I think that people can, it's, it's, it's perfectly okay to have fun in college. It's just how you do it. Right. And when you, um, so you were talking about um, the baseball schedule and then the rigorous, course load which is the same way in high school how are you able to balance the 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 academics and and then being an athlete i know sometimes it gets a little bit um stringent so just tell me how you're able to do it go to bed early go to bed early and get up early is what i do i i get all my working out done in the morning before school and then school and then baseball if we don't have practice then hitting something else baseball related and then I come home and eat and then focus on my homework. What's how, how long does homework keep you? Well, now that everything's online, that's different, but just typically um, how long were you up or how long did it take you to do your and complete your homework assignments? Probably 30 minutes to an hour a day. I haven't had too bad of classes this year. Yeah, I've had, I've had, kids tell me like horror stories about them being up to like one one o'clock in the morning doing homework because they take two ap's oh last year definitely yeah right last year was pretty rough but this year hasn't been too bad right you know i i think 
I think honestly, I feel like with this whole thing, how are you able like to adapt to like these online courses? Like, how is that working for you as far as getting this work done? Or what did they mention something where you guys automatically pass now for seniors? I haven't really looked into that. I don't. I don't know. I've still been doing my work. I already had a couple classes at the community college online. Right. It really hasn't changed my schedule all that much, but I know it's affected some other kids a lot. Right. I think it. With that though, I believe that I feel like that could be a a better setting almost for for kids if you just had class, like you go to class. But then they issue homework online. Like, I mean, I feel like it was it could be almost a little bit better, right? To, and it's and it's like okay, like if you if if it's a Monday, you go to class, and a teacher says, okay, this is all the online work that you have to have completed by, let's say, I don't know, twelve noon uh, that Friday. I think almost that could be like a little bit better. I, I feel like they need the the, the this may be a good thing for kids because a lot of classes are online in college. It almost prepares them for that too. But I mean, it's not a, as far as what they're doing, it's not a bad thing. So, I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of dig it a little bit. Um, so how do you, how do you handle like losing? Like how, how, how do you handle losing? I mean, it's everybody, everybody can, walk tall and keep their chest up when things are going well and they're, they're hitting the ball well and they're getting going. Base and they're scoring. But when you have like, when, when you have those bad games, like you mentioned earlier, how are you able to handle that? You know, I, f- I flush it as soon as it gets over with, I strike out, I have a bat at bat, I flush it. I make an error, I flush it and I move on. But baseball, if you're not mentally tough, it's going to chew you up and spit you out. That's and you know what that and that's for sure about a, a lot of sports. You know, I have to tell a lot of athletes like you go out there, and okay, you had a bad outing, you can't get it back, and especially if you got another another match or another game within that same day, it's like you just had a bad outing. You you can't keep focusing on that game because it's gonna pick you apart for the next game where you have a where you have a chance to kind of right that wrong. And, and I think, I think that that's one of the biggest problems that that is that a lot of, a lot of athletes can't, can't handle failure and they can't, you know, they they can't handle losing, but it seems like you have the right attitude, um, which again is probably why you're, you know, you're playing ball with ECU um, because it's, it's coaches probably seen you, uh, and some games where you've had success and some games where you didn't, where you weren't that successful. And they look at that, you know, and I tell a lot of athletes, it's, you know, yeah, they want good athletes, but they also want the athletes that could be able to handle adversity and not do something stupid to cost their team um, any, any sort of penalties or, or anything else. So, you know, I, I get it, man. Um, what can you say and what, and how can you encourage like, baseball players that are younger than you um, that inspire to kind of be like you, be a good baseball player and play at the next level, what kind of uh, positive information can you give to them? The biggest thing I can tell them, number one thing, learn how to be a great teammate 
even if you're sitting the bench, you need to learn that you need to learn that lesson and learn how to be a good teammate first and then focus on getting stronger in the weight room, eating the right foods and a lot of food to gain weight and if you really care about it, you need to work hard at whatever you care about every single day. Yeah, and uh, also good information. Um, before you go, and, and I should have asked this question earlier, before you go into a game, like especially let's say it's a game of something significant, uh, be it a conference, uh, a conference game or a conference rival, what how how do you get yourself focused and in that mindset to play ball? Usually before we leave for a game or before we have a home game, I play like a five minute match of ping pong. And that really gets me locked in for the game for some reason. It's always worked. So you are are you a are you a good ping pong player? I would say I'm a pretty solid ping pong player. Yeah, I you know, I think and it doesn't surprise me because you gotta have that hand eye coordination right. the same hitting a, a baseball. So, I mean, it, I, I always wondered because, like, it's you, you, you got to figure out a way um, to kind of not – I think another problem that I see with athletes, um, and maybe you can kind of shed a little bit of light on it, is that they, they think about these games so much to where they've already been mentally exhausted for thinking about it and a game hasn't even happened yet. So, you got to find something to just kind of get your mind off the game until it's until it's go time. Definitely. So you have you ever had a teammate that was like that? Just thought about it so much to where they're just Navari mentally mentally drained? A lot of our high school guys are like that when we play a big conference game against Reagan or West or somebody. How do you how do you like help them like as far as somebody that seems like you you seem like you always you stay in a good you're in a good space or a good good way mentally. So how are you able to kind of help them get their mind off of it? I mean, you just got to ask them the question, is any of this going to matter two weeks from now? Is any of this going to matter a year from now? Does anybody, does this, is this a life or death thing? I mean, it's really not. It's just another game of baseball. You know what, Garrett? I, I actually like what you just said because I, I, it's, it's the same thing that I tell a lot of people. You kind of, you kind of said it, and I, I tell them in a heartbeat. It's like, okay, go out there and play harder. Go out there and wrestle harder. I mean, what, what's the worst that happened? You, you, you lose. Okay, uh, life goes on. I mean, okay, so you lost. The worst can happen is you lose. Okay, so if you, if if you're going out there with that, with the mindset that you have, that that's going to happen, and you just you just go out there and just do what you're told. I mean, and and let the uh, let the chips fall where they fall. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so listen, I'm gonna let you go. Pretty sure you're a busy guy. Um, just if you have, do you have any parting words of, of just anything to help other senior uh, baseball players get through this um, the, the way you are that, that may be listening? Uh, what kind of parting words do you have? You know, keep your head up. Keep working hard. We'll all get through it together. If anybody wants a little pickup Sandlot game, I'm down. Let me know. I'll be there. And for people that want to follow you and your success on social media, how can they um, 
how can they contact you or where do they follow you at? I've got an Instagram and a Twitter. And what's the uh, the little at name that they need to know? I think my Instagram is underscore Garrett C underscore two. And I think my Twitter is Garrett two eight nine. I'm pretty sure. For sure. Well, hey, Garrett. Hey, man, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, I I was trying to find good baseball players, and I was, and and your name got thrown to me, uh, and I cause I, I so I looked you up, and I said, hey, this seems like a a, a guy to have. You know, I asked other people about you, um, and they said nothing but good things about you. So hey, man, look, listen again. Thank you. Good luck. Um, and, and whatever the future may hold for you, um, it sucks that you have, you, you having to go through what you're going through. Um, keep your head up, you know, just like you tell other people and just thanks for being on the show and Hey man, just good luck at the next level. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. That was Garrett Chandler, center fielder catcher for Davie high school. Um, he signed a national letter of uh, intent to play at ECU, so he's committed to ECU where he will play. Um, I don't know him at all, but from what I could gather just off of this one podcast, he seems like a good dude. Um, I, to all the seniors out there, senior athletes, no matter what sport you played, um, I feel for you and what you're going through. Uh, I mean, I, I hope things get better. Even if it can get better to where you guys can salvage at least two games, three games, heck, one game, just just something. Um, I, I've i never been through it. And so, you know, I, I, I feel for you. Um, I appreciate um, Garrett Chandler's time and, and insight on baseball and, and his way of thinking. I actually like the way he thinks. Um when it comes to winning, and when it comes to accepting losses and failures. Uh, He seems like he knows how to handle that well. I hope that people will reach out to him that's having that same problem. Um, He seems like like a motivator. Um, Again, don't know much about him other than the, the past athletes that I've had on from his high school has said nothing but good things about him. So, um... Uh, good luck to that kid at the next level, and I hope that he achieves everything that he wants um, out of this sport um, and more. Um, I follow him on social media. I, I want to see him be successful. I want to see him in the league in years to come and say that I had that guy on my podcast when he was in high school. Um, anyways, this has been another episode of Cast of Champions. This is Ryan Hayes. Um, So long, stay safe.